0: 96.3 ohm radio this is tales from the manor presented to you by enough pie enough pie is a nonprofit organization in charleston's upper peninsula that uses creativity to connect and empower the community tales from the manor features a conversation with residents of joseph floyd manor with me jay smith and my co-host summer anderson Joseph Floyd Manor is a public housing high-rise in Charleston's Upper Peninsula, filled with unique and wise elders who have incredible stories to share with the world. So we're here today to shine a little light on these neighbors and learn more about the people that came before us. So thank you so much for listening. And today I'd like to welcome our special guest, James Robinson. How are you today, James? I'm fine with you. I'm doing well. So happy to have you in the studio.
1: It's nice being here. Thank you,
0: James. Nice to meet you. Happy also. to see your face.
1: Oh, yes.
2: My first question is, can you share where and when you were born and a little about the place where you grew up?
1: Well, I was on the old of Mount Pleasant, you now east of Cooper, um, everybody come to Old Village. And um, when I discovered my age, the, the area that I was in, I was mm-hmm. about four or five years old, and I, everybody had to be at the grandparents' house, and that's where I was living. and. Um, that's where everybody grew up there, in our granddaddy yard. And we used to be there until our grand, our real parents come and pick us up and take us home. Right. And they drop us off after they come from work. And um, I'd be there every day. And then after I got a little older, I used to work in the H&R, switch mm-hmm. flip burgers and whatever the case might be. And, mm-hmm. and I moved from that spot and I went to Daffy's Unique in Mount Pleasant on King Street.
2: Okay. It was
1: in like a little nightclub. We used to have a good times there also. And then from there, that spot, I used to work at the trawler restaurant in Mount Pleasant also. Okay. used to be working on the uh, brawler line and then whatever. Mm-hmm. And then one day I met a couple of other uh, people that owned a restaurant in Mont Pleasant, the Goldbug Room back in the days. The
2: Goldbug Room? Yeah, it
1: was Sonny and, uh, and um, Joanne, okay. and they had a little restaurant also, and me and another guy named Jonathan Jenkins, Well, we flipped. And we want to work either mornings or night shift. And mm-hmm. I, I'd rather work the nights anyway. So I gave him the breakfast line. I used to work at nights, do a little cooking from there. So I, that's what I like it over that area anyway. Because then when I was coming up to make a little few dollars at the day, we, yeah. had to, we had to go back at them shrimp dock, head the shrimps and whatever the case really? might be. Then my granddad used to work on the board. He did? They, yeah. They, then we used to go on the boat down they talk every. Every Saturday, pick up seafood, take it down in the projects. Give everybody in the projects, you know, fish or whatever. If you got three, four, five people living in the house, that's how much fish you get. Yeah. And you can't collect no money.
2: So to take it back to your childhood, what was like <laughs> a day in the life of James when you were, say, 10 years old?
1: 10, still hanging around my grandparents' house because we had to be there like every, every Saturday to okay. cut wood because there was burning wood back in the days. And uh, we, that's what our hangout spot because we couldn't go too far. We couldn't go at the H and r sweet shop because you had to be a certain age to go in there. We mm-hmm. are, we go so far we go in, when we go in the sweet shop, we just go in the candy area. Of course. and then by eight o'clock we can't come inside. Mm-hmm. So that's me. and then we had another little store on King Street, which is called Esther um, Chicken Coop. Mm-hmm. And that was a good little spot. We used to go get our little cookies and sodas mm-hmm. and a little honey buns and cinnamon rolls back in the days. And then all of a sudden, that's the farthest we could go back. And then at that at the age of ten, so.
2: So you had boundaries. Oh yeah. And you knew where they were. Oh yeah. And you had a little crew, <laughs> did you run around with?
1: Well, just only family. Okay. And then we had to be home at a certain time. Right. All right. Back in the days when our parents said, "The light, always look at the streetlight." There you go. That streetlight used to click at us first. You better run. And they make sure you be in calling range, you know, because when they call your name, you had to be all right. I'm right here and they want you in the house back in the days.
0: Oh yeah, that oh, yeah. age old rule. I think I grew up with that too. You have to be the street lights on, you got to be in the house gotta be in that on the not in the yard, <laughs> no, <laughs> in, the in the house the houses, right yeah. before they come on. Oh, yeah. I think everybody kind of grew up with that rule. Oh yeah. But I heard you talking about um your experience in food and bev. That's oh, a, yeah. a lot of I, experience. I, I, with I like
1: doing that now. I yeah. do that at this at my house right now. Cuz when I I'm I'm a bachelor, when I cook, I cook yeah. like I cook for everybody in the building. Yeah. I cook. Hey, I cook. I don't mind cooking. And I don't mind baking. And I'm, right now, I'm thinking about going back home. And uh, I got some sweet potatoes, some um, biscuits. And I'm going to thin those biscuits down a little bit and make a little uh, uh, pie and whatever I can make out of the sweet potato. Have a little snack tonight. So yeah. I go to bed and some ice cream. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely
0: seen you around the building uh, Just kind of feeding everybody I know Yeah, you, I like doing that I know you fed me a couple of times Every you know time you, you cook for a large group of people You always bring me a plate And I appreciate that yeah, a I lot like, I like doing <laughs> that
1: you know? I like having crab cracks and whatever You know, Out there Try that one day But I got a friend of mine I want to talk to over here at my He got a grill that he done But I can ask him What it cost me to let him come over there and cook for us I know you don't mind doing it. Let's do it. Yeah. 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 We can get it done. Party yeah. time. So, oh, has
0: yeah. cooking always been a passion for you? Have you, like, at a young age, did you always think, I just want to get in the kitchen and well, kind of whip stuff up?
1: Well, I used to, well, me and myself, I'm versatile. I can do cooking. I like, used to like working on cars. Mm-hmm. And then I like doing drywall work because I had an uncle in that trade. And I used to have to work for him. Mm-hmm. And I used to work for, like, a different bunch of companies, Father Drywall, Henderson Drywall. Uh, Jones Drywall, you know, Jefferson Drywall, that's my uncle. And Jones was my family also. Yeah, he was right down here in Charleston also. And um, we did a lot of work for them too. And Father Drywall was over there in Mount Pleasant. And I don't mind traveling, doing drywall work. And then one day, I was in North Carolina, and I ran into a friend of mine. He was doing garden work, and it was pouring down rain. And I was doing some sheetrock finishing and lightning thunder and whatever, and I saw when the lightning hit him.
2: You saw someone get hit by lightning? Yeah. For how the first, long? How long well, have you known was, him?
1: Well, I just like right now we just meet together for the first time today. Right. And uh, we be together every day for about at least a month or so. Okay. And I got to get to know you real well. Right. And this particular day, and I saw this happen. I told my man, tie the guy to up on the ladder and come on down. By the time he got two steps down, right straight in his back.
2: You had a sense it was going to happen. Whew. Tell me what yeah. that looks like when someone gets hit by lightning.
1: Man, I mean, the first time when he when it, when it did it, it went straight through him. And, oh, man. And I just well, I just hit the floor because I didn't want to see more He hit Mm-mm. the ground. When he hit the ground, that was it. He was on fire, really. Really? Yeah. That's, really. Could you
2: see? Did it? Does it spark when it hits a person? No,
1: what it, what it did, it went through his back there was bad. Yeah, one was bad. Like a bullet. Yeah, I said, "Wow, that tripped me out that day." I was 18. You were 18. I was in North Did you get out night, of the gutter yeah, business? I was t- no, I was doing drywall work. Are oh, you doing drywall? So I decided to come on back home and do some old sheetrock work for, for myself and my, whoever else, you know, because I didn't, I couldn't take that one that day. Yeah. That, that that really tripped me out, you know. But it was a nice experience in the long run and bad and whatever. when especially when you see a friend, you know, oh. pass like that. On. And he passed away. Yeah, instantly. Yeah. So um, then that particular week, well, I couldn't go back on the job anyway, so I just decided to come on back home, you know, and I told my boss, man, what a, you know, then I moved from Mont and I went to Florence. South Carolina? Florence, South Carolina. Okay. Yeah, I was living up there with my, I got a brother living up there in Florence.
2: Oh, you have a brother too?
1: <clears throat> then I, yeah, he was, uh, when I found him, he was already 20 years older than I am. Okay. And I went up, you know, while him and my sister was in the house talking, and I, I just, well, I was doing construction work, and I saw some shingle on the roof. And I went in and asked him, I said, you plan on putting that on your roof? He said, yeah. So while him and my sister was talking, I just went up on there, and I just started taking the shingle off and putting it on. He said, what are you doing? that's what I'm trying to help you out, man, because I know it costs, you know. Right. So I decided to finish put that on. Then he was a, like to cook on Saturdays. Mm-hmm cook a flip a hog on the grill in a minute. We got a hog coming on the grill every Saturday. What's that? Well, what do you know we do? We go to the plate the solder pan to get the hog and we come back about 105, 115 pounds. Whoa. And then we put it on on the grill. And then he'll cook it and then he'll take it to different places like uh, Mm -hmm. hospitals and whatever. Amazing. Yeah, sell it for 250 sandwiches back then.
2: Did your grandparents cook a lot? Did you see your mother cook a lot? Well,
1: my, my, my granddad and my grandmama, would always say at the stove. And okay. if they cook something and you say you want it, you better eat what's in that plate. Mm-hmm. And if you decided you don't want no more and you don't ask for a second, you don't eat the first plate, <laughs> and you're good to go now, and you decided your eye getting too long for your stomach. Right. And you go back and ask for a second. Right. You don't eat part of that second and you don't finish, he ain't going to throw that food away. No he, way. He's going to cover that up, put it in the refrigerator mm-hmm. the next morning when you're getting that grits and egg or whatever. You got the plate coming up. Oh. <laughs> you got to eat that one. He, he didn't get for that one. That's a rerun. Yeah, that's rerun eating.
2: So you talked a little bit about, you went back and forth between your grandparents' house and your mom. Yeah. But can you talk a little bit about when you first met your dad and what y'all's relationship well, was like?
1: Well, when I first met my dad, I was 11 years old back then. And um, everybody used to talk about, he looked just like your daddy. Said, oh. Well, know, Y'all can tell me, but I never I saw him. See. And um, they was telling me about this the little sport he had in Ramos Point. Right. And you know, I said, well, one of these days I decided to go and visit him, right? So one day, me and my first cousin went to visit him. And she, he gave us a headache that day.
2: Was this when you were 11?
1: I was younger then. Yeah, so I turned him back around. And I didn't want to deal with him because I didn't get too close to him that day, right? Yeah. Then when I got 11 years old that day, he decided he had a, what he you call a little club. Like, like a little nightclub. Yeah, a nightclub. So he wanted me to sell candy and stuff in the day. And then he can say, "I'll do his thing in the night." Yeah. And I said, "Well, let me think about it first, right?" So, at then, I had a load and all. the testing, "Well, you just trying to get me away from my mom's. So, right. I said, "No, you ain't doing that right, man, because you should have talked to her and let, right. let her know what's going on, because I just ain't going to go over there with that crap, because I know how my mom was." Well,
2: you don't want any trouble with you know, your mama.
1: I know how my mom uh, was.
2: <laughs> well, <Now> she <laughs> will she, she get after you.
1: What? She don't. She don't. She don't play around now. She, Hey if she says she's gonna do something to you, you better look out you better get it done then start she, running right now if I do something wrong and anyway, she ain't gonna forget that day now you say you gonna get your behind cut, that's it you're gonna get it cut right come home and you think you're gonna get it home and go to bed she wake up till get <laughs> halfway sleeping, and all of a sudden that blanket uh, ease back gone all of a sudden
3: all wow.
1: the oh, hammers he's calling everybody I mean one day. She decided, uh, back then I couldn't go in and switch up at after eight. And I know my sister was in there somewhere. But they wouldn't let me in. So I go back home, tell my mom I didn't see her. I said, Well, I tell you what, you better go back out there and you better find a way to get in there and get her out there. Because when you come home well, both of y'all gonna get it. Now the guy next door said, well, Why are you putting him in all that pressure? I can't go in the street shop. She knows she can go in there herself, but she knows my mom go. That's going be a headache all day right there anyway. So I said, yeah. well, I was decided to do whatever I can do. Then my sister decided she could come up. By then my mom and I had a plan. She go, both of us gonna get whooping. So I got my sister got hers first. So I was get ready to go and I wait till I get mine. And then she knocked me and I hit the floor. I said, uh-oh, time to get up. <laughs> and I look around. My sister, She went back at my sister. I said, Ease luck off the door. Pewf. Went on to my granddaddy. I was, that was it. I was 13 then. I decided I ain't going to get no more beat, man. Mm-hmm. I said, that ain't going to work no more. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she said, oh, I'm going to get you. I said, no. I said, that's it right now, man. I said, tired. i said, you know. Then one day I was 16. And it wasn't enough to smoke cigarette. You know, you go out there and you buy your own little cigarette. But you gotta hide the cigarette. But it's hard, to, hard to hard to smoke.
3: Right.
1: And if you go home, she gonna smelling the smoke scent on you. Oh man, it's gonna be some whooping here tonight. And I don't care, so I don't have to go back out. So this guy, same guy with this little Earl, when yeah. I tell you about this, with the music. Right, right. He was in the military. Came out of the military. He supposed to got married. He decided the young lady already got married. Somebody else that really sent him up and he turned out to start drinking a little wine. He was a good guy now. Mm-hmm. And that song, every time he played that song, boy, he hollered and he cried. Been, I said, wow, look at that. Yeah, it, was, it was a trip now. But my song, I was dealing with a young lady back mm-hmm. in the days and mm-hmm. came home from work mm-hmm. and um, went to, to the grandparents' house because that's what she was staying at. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Her grandmama told me she ain't home She wouldn't tell me where she was at And by the time you know You're looking from friend to friend to friend to friend Couldn't find her So I just the song, Have you seen it Yeah. And then all of a sudden I, I found out she went to New York Because <gasps> oh, no. I thought she was pregnant Right oh, no. But she stayed a minute and When I saw her again It was uh, back in, in 1982, 83 I was living on it Lombard Street. She came up and she she had a house, right? And she decided to ask me if I want to combine, you know, what mm-hmm. it is. Nah. I said no. I said no. I said I don't want to, you know, get into that, you know, 'cause she been gone a minute, right? And and then all of a sudden, you know, I said, t- tell her you have been gone a minute, so I decided that's well, you know, I ain't gonna just bother with you no more cause, um, I didn't. I've been looking for you for a long time. You know, mm-hmm. and I see that, that got me thinking, you know, all kind of crazy stuff. And then I don't want to think diverse. So just you go your way and I go mine. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now, understand?
0: James, but I want to hear part two of that walk. story, <laughs> but I want the audience to hear the song that you've chosen so they get a little backstory on it here. So for those of you who are just tuning in, I'm Jay Smith, um, along with my co-host Summer Anderson, and we're talking to James Robinson here today um, about his life and uh, his many, many talents and trades. Um, and we just want to play his song for you, and it's Have You Seen Her by the Shylights, and he's given us a really interesting story about um, what this song means to him and how it hit him. So we'll be right back, and this is... OHM she Radio, your non-profit, non-commercial radio I station.
3: Oh, I see her face everywhere I go On the street and even at the picture show Have you seen her? Tell me, have you seen her? Oh, I hear her voice as the cold winds blow In the sweet music on my radio Have you seen her? Tell me, have you seen her? The Heaven Song
2: And And we're back. Thank you so much for tuning in to 96.3 FM Ohm Radio, your non-profit, non-commercial, local radio station. We're broadcasting live from Workshop at 1503 King Street inside the Ohm Radio studio. I'm Summer Anderson, and along with my co-host, Jay Smith, and our guest, James Robinson. For those of you just joining us, we've been talking about James's song by the Chilites, Have you seen her? And my question is as you move into part two, when you saw this girl that you were in love with again, was that years later? Mm-hmm. And how did that make you feel?
1: Well, in the long run, you know, I haven't seen her so long, you know, in, in this idea, that I just didn't going to let her to switch my head just to join back like the way we were because I didn't know why she left at, at first and she didn't get back with me she didn't call me didn't tell me didn't write me or anything so I figured that's like bygone be bygone. I I just let it went on you know but that's that song I was thinking you know I must her so you know it was about oof maybe ten, fifteen 15 years before I seen her again it was a long time you know so that's too long, you know, to go back, turn back to hand of town like Talvon Davis. Say. That's, that's that's a little bit too long, you know. Yeah.
0: Since you've gone through that period where you had a gap in that great love kind of thing, did that affect any of your future relationships? No, no, it ain't
1: bother me, you know, because um, I figured, you know everybody do their little thing, you know, right. when they coming up in life, you know, sometimes you make make the right mistake, sometimes you make the wrong mistake, mm-hmm. and and when you come up to to a point where somebody don't really tell you what's going on you, you know just like walking down the street blindfolded mm-hmm. I mean walking anything you know right and so that's what I did I walked into something else and that is just, just start from scratch
0: and was but, that you know, that time around better for you
1: well yeah well sometimes you know you go up the bridge and right sometimes the car ran out of gas or mm-hmm. the, the you might need another spout plug and things ain't working right you can get back up start all over again you know sometimes I just don't want to be bothered, you know, sometimes, you know.
0: Right. You like that bachelor life.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because you'd be free, you know, and you can do what you want to do, you know. But see, that's why I put it to them, but, you know, I still don't do nothing crazy, you know, because I don't want to get out of there and cause nobody you no know, headaches, you know, no arms. Yeah. You know, I don't hurt nobody. That's saying I don't want nobody to hurt me, you know. Right. That's the way you come up in life. You know, I try to look up for you, and then all of a sudden we go through headaches. I right? just leave you alone for a minute, you know, give you a chance to think what I did wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. Where do I go from here, you know. Mm-hmm. That's why most of these songs really comes about people, you know, the things that they do in life, you know. And then when they realize they got songs to, to, to come right behind you and tell you, you know, if you listen to it, they answer, you, you answer your questions, mm-hmm. you know. Just like my song, you know, my song makes you think, you know, because uh, I've been thinking a long time every day was looking through the window, and pouring down rain. Oh, wow. Wonder where she at, you know. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she gonna call me, you know, write me a letter. Well, if she can walk through that door any day given day. Time's went by and now I stopped looking. You know. But I never forget the songs, you know, because the song's always in, always in your heart. Right. You know, and that person's always there somewhere in that heart. Yeah, she is there, you know.
0: I love it when you're able to find music that contributes to what I like to call the soundtrack of your life kind oh, yeah. of thing. You know. And I think that's a great pick for that. Yeah, because
1: life. that's why you I mean, most of these artists out here writing songs about certain people, mm-hmm. and there's a song out there for everybody. It is. You know, you'd be surprised. There's one out there for everybody. Everybody got a song. You know, they done went through some things, and that song right there to tell you, Dang, I just went through that right there." That's my song right there. I like that. You know, mm-hmm. make you feel better. You know, yeah, then does. they haven't a, a bad day. Right. You know, because every day you wake up, you don't have a bad day now. You know, you go to your bed. You got, you wake up. You go to bed bad, and you wake up the same way. Something you know, you gonna have a problem soon. And what, sooner or later, you gonna have a problem, mm-hmm. and you don't want to have a problem. You don't make you think all kind of crazy stuff in life. You know, when you're trying to think negative. That make you think negative all the time. Make you think negative about trying to get back to a, what a person, because you don't know how this person is. You and you, you gonna be afraid to, to to start your life all over again. You just gotta take a chance. Take your time and take a chance. Mm-hmm. You know, just don't rush into it. Just like the song said, so just don't rush into these things. You know, just take your time.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Music is definitely a healing agent. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I think that song healed that part of you where you hmm. looking what? for, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> trying to find her. Oh, yeah. And then you were able to move on. So that's a great process to see that people use music to heal the hard times in life.
1: Yeah, and I don't see people use water and all. You go out there by the ocean. They don't fuss all day. Yeah. yeah. They go sit by the ocean just look in the water. And they find it, yeah. And they find where they, they find the answer. And they go back home they gotta stop back all over again.
0: Right. It's you important know. to find what works for you.
1: Yeah, especially if you if right down you and I living together and we got an argument going on and I come back home, I don't know whether it's safe to come in the house. <laughs> I take my hat, throw my hat in the house, the hat don't come back outside. That's when I'm I'm good to go. that hat fly back outside. <laughs> I may as well sit back out there and say, oof, Uh, what the hell's going on, you know? (laughs) He done did something stupid, you know? You know, you don't want to cause no headaches. You know, when things is going good, you know?
2: That's a good—I'm learning a lot today. (laughs) I'm going to go buy me a cap just for that reason. Oh,
1: yeah. You know, you make some money, man. Just throw head in the house. That's a good way. Fly back outside. You put the feelers out. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You can't go back in there right now.
0: Now, James, I just want to ask you— you were talking about all the things that you do for different people and how you like to help the people around you and everything. How would you like to be remembered?
1: Well, right now, I, I guess everybody know me. But just the idea of somebody right now, they see me, they find out that I passed away. especially if they see a picture, because everybody know me. Once they see that picture, they may know my name right off hand. But mm-hmm. if they see that picture. Like I said, that's what's a good little fellow. He's like having fun, you know. Mm-hmm. I make, sometimes I may catch you off guard, you know. You may, I may see you mad, you ain't into it. I leave you alone. I come, come in later and I judge the breeze with you. You know, if I see I can't deal with you, I just leave you alone. But I know for a fact in my heart, anywhere I go, I like to have fun. I don't care.
0: Yeah. Well, I definitely think you'll be remembered as uh, someone that liked to have fun. I oh, know yeah. you like to come into my office every day and have make sure I have at least a little bit of fun during oh, yeah. my day, and I appreciate that. Oh, something cold to drink, you
1: know? <laughs> he hey, see. I try to look out. He yeah.
0: always looking out for me. <laughs>
1: oh yeah. Something cold to drink, gotta have that.
2: James, who is the kindest to you in your life?
1: Right now, my daughter.
2: Your daughter? Yeah, What's her name?
1: Latoya. Oh. Yeah, she all right. She'd give me a hard way to go sometimes, but she all right. Well, like that's what that. daughters do. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, she all right.
2: Do you all spend a lot of time together?
1: Well, no, but mostly um, we talk on the phone. Talk on the phone. But I got a friend of mine mm-hmm. named uh, Kenneth Brown. He was a policeman. And me and him was like two soldiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can call him right now and tell him I need a ride to go somewhere. He coming. Yeah, that's my buddy now. I look up, He look up for me and I look up for him. We that's all need friend. friends, don't we? Oh, yeah, we? that's my friend. Yeah. That's
2: good. Well, you're a friend to a lot of people, I can tell. Oh, yeah,
1: we get along. Some people might be, but they may hate me today. I don't care. They'll be all right tomorrow. Well, you, they, you can't know. please everyone. Yeah, that's what I saying. It's better that's to learn that lesson early they'll, rather they'll than late. They'll be all right tomorrow yeah, <laughs> once they think about it.
2: Tomorrow's a new day. That's
1: it. They've got to start all over again. You
2: well, know? you made our day today. Thank you so much oh, for yeah. being here. Oh,
1: yeah, nice to have me here.
2: You've been listening to Enough Pies Tales from the Manor, a conversation with residents of the Joseph Floyd Manor with me and my co host, Jay Smith. To learn more about Enough Pie, a nonprofit that uses creativity to connect and empower our community in Charleston's Upper Peninsula, please visit enoughpie.org. To learn more about Ohm Radio, please visit www.ohmradio96.3.org. Thank you so much. Hope you have a wonderful night.
0: Thank you, James, and we'll see you guys on the next episode.
1: Y'all have a good day. Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: You no see we haven't her.